Number one is people need to know what you've done. Number two, people need to know what you're capable of doing in the future. And number three, people need to know what you want. Because the truth is your company has a lot of ability to provide you with things beyond just that straight up paycheck. I have the ability to step back and talk about these things like a true leader. I'm not hiding, I'm not embarrassed, I'm not getting caught in some of those other feelings. I have the ability to step into the spotlight in a healthy way when needed to push my agenda forward. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's so good to be here. I am recording this on a Friday morning, and I'm so happy to be sitting down with the microphone talking to you. I'm Jess. I'm the creator of this podcast, and I'm a career coach for women. I am here to help you build confidence, become a super powerful, badass communicator in your job and in meetings, and to help you rise up into leadership positions and ultimately thrive all along the way. I do this work because I had a career in the corporate space. I was very ambitious and very successful, but I felt like there was a a massive hole and just such a missing ingredient out there in terms of professional development support for ambitious women that was inspiring, that was useful, that felt relevant. I was searching for a source of inspiration when I was in my corporate career, and I really, (laughs) really had troubles finding things that resonated with me. I found a lot of things that did not resonate with me, and I created this show to create what was missing for me, which was a place that I could go to to get re-energized, re-inspired, to believe in myself. And that's what I'm here to help you do. I want to help you get re-energized, re-inspired. I want to help you believe in yourself. And I want to give you the tools that you need to get on an accelerated path to whatever upward career trajectory you desire. And I'm really pumped about the topic of today's episode Because this episode came from a listener. So someone sent me an Instagram message asking for me to do more on a specific topic. And I was like, oh my gosh, how have I not talked about this? This is such an important topic. I have so much to share. And as I was outlining this episode, I was like, okay, this is not going to be the only episode on this topic because I have so much to say on it. And that is the topic of speaking about your accomplishments and really knowing how to have a dialogue around the things that you've achieved at work and how to take credit for the big milestones that you've achieved so that your company can give you credit for those things, whether that credit comes in the form of a promotion or a raise or transferring to work on a different team, whatever it is you're after, the better you get at speaking about what you've accomplished and what you've done, the faster you get rewarded. So you you can't wait, or I wouldn't recommend or advise that you wait for people to notice what you're doing. You really want to be showing people what you're doing. Now, this is such a huge topic because what we're really talking about is self-advocacy. And 
I can't possibly tackle all of it in one podcast episode. So what I want to do is I want to give you an overview of how to think about self-advocacy. And then I'm going to dive into one of the really big challenges that you might be experiencing around self-advocacy, which is sort of the discomfort of feeling like you're bragging about your accomplishments. And we're going to do a little bit of mindset work and mindset exploration together on this podcast episode to help you get more comfortable taking credit for the things that you've done without feeling like an ass (laughs) and without feeling like you're obnoxiously bragging about your accomplishments. So let's start with the overview of what self-advocacy is. There are really three kinds of self-advocacy and all three are equally important. So I want you to think about this as almost like a three is the magic number kind of thing, where when you're doing all three of these forms of self-advocacy, that is when you are sending the most powerful message to your company, to the job market, right? You're sending the most powerful message in terms of helping them advance your career interests on your behalf, because a lot of the decisions about your career get made by other people. And so when these three things are in place, you're maximizing the odds that those other people will make decisions that advance your career and what's important to you. So these are the three areas of advocacy that I recommend you do. And these are the three things that you need to make sure that the people around you know. You need to make sure that the people around you are aware of and know about these three things. Number one, they need to know what you've already done. Number two, they need to know what you're capable of doing in the future. And number three, they need to know what you want. So I'm gonna briefly go over each of them and then I'm going to deep dive into number one, knowing what you've done, because this is one where I see people get stuck. And I think that there's a lot that I can offer here to help you get unstuck on this. Okay, so the three are to reiterate, people need to know what you've done. They need to know what you're capable of doing in the future. And they need to know what you want. So knowing what you've done means people need to be aware of what you've accomplished already in your role. This is so important because no one is going to have as much in-depth knowledge of what you've accomplished and what you had to do along the way to accomplish those things as you do. You will always know the most about what you've executed, what you've achieved, what you've overcome, and the people around you are always going to have holes in their knowledge of that. Now, this is so important to be aware of because often when we're very familiar with something, We forget that people around us aren't as familiar with it. So when you're deep in the weeds of your work, it can be really easy to assume, of course, my manager knows that, you know, I've done this, this and this. Of course, these people know that I do this. They were in the meeting. They saw it. They were with me. But you have to remember that that meeting, while it might have been really central to you because you were the one leading it. It's just a tiny sliver in their day and your work and what you've accomplished might not be as solidified in their minds as it is in your minds. So this first pillar, helping people know what you've done, is about making sure that people around you are fully aware of the entire extent of your accomplishments. 
that's the one that we're going to be deep diving into today because this is one that can make you really uncomfortable to talk about if you're not used to talking about your achievements and talking about your wins and your successes. I'll briefly go over number two and three just so you have an idea of them before we deep dive together into number one. So number two is people need to know what you're capable of in the future. So unlike number one, where I said people need to know what you've done, what you've accomplished, that one's about the past. Number two is in addition to people knowing what you've accomplished in the past, they need to know what you're capable of accomplishing in the future. This one is really, really important for those of you who want to get promoted quickly, be on an accelerated path to executive roles, who really want to be moving into leadership as you get deeper and deeper in your career. This is super important because the only way to be on an accelerated career path is to jump into roles and positions that represent an expansion from where you're, you are now. So in other words, if you wait until you're 100% ready, 100% skilled, you know how to do all the things, and then you're like, okay, promote me into this role. I'm ready. I've learned all the things. If you wait to, to like be totally ready and already have all the skills, it will take forever. You will be in the same position for years and years and years, and you will miss opportunities to leapfrog ahead into positions that are a little bit of a stretch. But it is those leapfrog moments that you have to have in your career in order to ascend to executive roles. Otherwise, it will just take too long and you'll spend so much time stuck at a certain level trying to master everything. And so if you're interested in rapid growth, especially if you're interested in very high level executive roles, Timing wise, like if you look at the number of years you have in your career, you just don't have enough time to be spending five to 10 years in every single role you're in. If you want to get to a very high level management position, you're going to have to make leaps. Now, one of the ways that you make those leaps and you avoid having to spend a zillion years in one role so that people can see just how much of an expert you are and just how ready you are to get promoted one of the ways that you avoid having to do that is by making sure people know what you're capable of doing in the future. In other words, you want your boss, leaders around you, this also applies if you're interviewing for roles, you don't just want them to know what you've already done, what's on your resume, what you've already achieved, but you want to paint a picture for them of what you are capable of achieving in the future. You want to help them see and imagine some of the accomplishments and skills that you haven't yet had an opportunity to demonstrate because in order for them to make a bet on you, to hire you, to pitch you for that promotion and to get the approval they need, they're going to have to make a case that you can stretch and you can leapfrog into this new opportunity. And the best way to help them make the case that you are ready to leapfrog is to help them make the case that you are ready to leapfrog by helping them see and understand what you believe yourself to be capable of in the future. So this is a really important piece of the self-advocacy puzzle is the future, right? Number one is about the past and what you've already accomplished. And number two is about the future and your potential. This is, again, massively important if you want to be on a trajectory to leadership. So that's number two. And to recap, number one is people need to know what you've done. Number two, people need to know what you're capable of doing in the future. And number three, people need to know what you want. So 
it might seem really obvious to you that you want to get promoted, but again, people around you aren't spending all day in your mind. (laughs) They're spending all day in their minds. And so the more clear they are on what's important to you, the more that they can support you in doing that. This is why it's really important, in addition to talking about what you've done in the past and talking about what you're capable of doing in the future, is you also want to be talking about what you want. Do you want a promotion? Do you want to be doing a different type of work? Do you want to be doing different kinds of projects? Do you want to be working somewhere else in the organization? This is your career. You get to decide. And it's so important for you to have this vision and have these goals of like what it is you're doing that you bring with you regardless of where you're working. So it's not just, oh, I want a promotion at this company. I want you, my employer, to give me a promotion. It's more like in my career, I want to be advancing. I want to be growing. Therefore, in this role, I'm interested in this promotion. So it's not just about what's happening right at this moment at your company, but it's about your career goals as a whole and your priorities and what is important to you professionally. I cannot emphasize how important this is. Even though you work for your employer, your career belongs to you. And you are investing one of the most important assets in your career that you can never get more of, and that is time. So if you are going to invest your time in something, it is so important to think about, what do I want to get in return? If I'm going to invest time building this career, time working for this company, time showing up for this job every day, What do I want in the long run besides just the paycheck that gets deposited into my bank account every week or every two weeks or every month? What else do I want? And I think that's an area where often I see women not taking up as much space, right? Because it's like, oh, I should just be happy to have this job and get paid. Well, you you can be happy to have your job and get paid And you can also have a really high standard for the type of growth that you want to experience and the type of career trajectory you want to be on. It's not one or the other. It doesn't mean you're not grateful for what you have if it's also important for you to be on a path to leadership or to be in an industry that you care about or to, you know, be on the career path that feels good and rewarding and exciting to you. And so I think it's so important to think about like, yes, you're getting paid in your job, but you're also making a decision to spend your valuable career years, right, doing a certain thing, what else do you want in exchange for that investment of time? Because the truth is your company has a lot of ability to provide you with things beyond just that straight up paycheck, right? Your company has the ability to provide you with growth. It has the ability to put you on a leadership track. It has the ability to expand the scope of what you get to do. All of those things are things that your company can offer to you if you position yourself as someone who wants those things and who can step up and do what is necessary to be successful on a path where you're getting those things. So that's the third ingredient is knowing what you want and making sure that the uh, that the people around you, your manager, your leaders know what you want so that they they have it on their radar so that they can support you when opportunities come up, right? Whether something opportunistically pops up and they have you in mind because they're aware that it's something that's important to you or whether 
it's like an annual merit cycle and they're making decisions about where to allocate budget. And because they know what's so important to you, they're going to allocate budget towards getting you a promotion. So to summarize the three areas of self-advocacy, there's making sure people know what you've done, making sure people know what you're capable of doing in the future, and making sure people know what you want. Now, each of these is pretty deep. There's a lot of layers to them. In order to make this fit in a podcast episode, I'm going to be just deep diving into the first one, helping people know what you've already done, because I want to be able to to do this topic justice. And if I try to cover all of it, it's just going to get it's going to be way too long. It's going to get overwhelming. So I want to keep this bite size. But I do want to give you the overview so that you can have the big picture in mind. And so we're deep diving into number one, which is making sure that people know what you've done in your role. And you can probably hear like the laugh (laughs) and like the giggle and the humor coming into my voice because I understand how uncomfortable it can feel to talk about your accomplishments. This is an area personally where I've grown a lot. This used to be very, very uncomfortable for me. It used to feel really, really bad for me to do this in all kinds of different contexts. And I've come a long way to the point where I think I'm like, I'm getting to a healthy amount of arrogance, which I think is really good because I'm someone who I'm very similar to a lot of the women who are attracted to my work. I'm very hard on myself. I undersell myself. I'm an asshole to myself. So for me to have a little bit of arrogance and be like, I like to brag about myself is actually a really healthy thing. So I personally think that if we have a tendency to hide and be really mean to ourselves and diminish ourselves, I think a little bit of that arrogance and a little bit of bravado, it, it, it can actually be a really useful thing, right? Not in a way where it like takes over our personality and not in a way where like we become raging narcissists. That's not what I'm talking about. But it is this dose of like, oh, it kind of feels good to brag about myself. So that's where I'm at right now where it kind of feels good. And it didn't always feel that way. It used to feel really uncomfortable for me to talk about my accomplishments. It felt a lot of times like I was lying. So like even like, let's say I was doing a job interview and they were like, okay, tell us about a time where you did bloody, bloody, blah. And I'd have a clear story, but in my brain, it would feel like a lie, even though the story actually happened. And If that's something you relate to and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's how it feels in my brain, too. The good news is that's just mindset, right? That's just you like realizing that your brain is doing something. And now that you know about it, you can catch it and you can catch the moments where your brain is like, you can't say that. That's a lie. You can be like, no, 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 it's not a lie. This is just a mindset issue. I think it's a lie. It's not a lie. I just talked about this. I just have to push through this. So having that awareness can be so helpful. But I used to really struggle with this. It's a lot easier for me now. It feels really good. I like it. And I want to share something that I think is going to help it become easier for you. So first of all, I think I've hopefully by this point convinced you that it is really important for you to talk about the work that you've done in your job. It will hands down speed up your path to promotion, to executive leadership, It's just really important for you not to rely on your manager or people around you to notice everything. It's really, really important for you to be able to be the leader of that conversation about what you've accomplished. And it also represents a ton of leadership maturity. 
Because part of being a leader is having the maturity to have bigger, harder conversations. And so if you can't really speak about what you've done, then it's hard for people to imagine you in leadership positions because part of being a leader is being able to advocate advocate for your team and speak about what you've done on an even bigger scale. So in being able to talk about your accomplishments in this mature and grounded way, you're really showing people like, hey, I can show up and like have these harder, more grown up feeling conversations and I can do it in a way that feels true to me and feels authentic. That's a really important thing that you want to show people that you can do. So it's a little bit meta, right? Because in talking about your accomplishments, you're not just communicating to your manager or whoever you're talking to about the actual accomplishments. Beneath the surface, what you're communicating to them is, I have the ability to step back and talk about these things like a true leader. I'm not hiding. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not getting caught in some of those other feelings. I have the ability to step into the spotlight in a healthy way when needed to push my agenda forward. And in showing someone that you can do that, then they have more trust that, okay, if you can step into this spotlight and push forward your agenda of getting this promotion, you're going to be able to step into other spotlights and push forward other agendas when you're in this bigger role. So it really is an indicator for people of your potential and of what you're capable of doing. So what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about the mindset piece and the discomfort of talking about things that you've accomplished. So it could be a project that you did that was really successful. It could be a result that you got that was a really positive result. I want to specifically talk about the feeling of discomfort when it comes to you sitting down, maybe it's with your boss, and you say, hey, I'd love to give you a recap of everything that happened this quarter and everything that I accomplished. Or maybe you're doing a readout for a project that finished and you really want your audience to see how successful the project was. So in addition to just kind of sharing the results with your audience, you wanna be showing them, hey, we accomplished something really big and something really incredible in this work. And both of those types of ways of talking about yourself, whether it's in more of a professional development, one-on-one conversation with your manager, or whether it's more of like a meeting setting where you're actually taking credit and making sure people understand how impressive the work that you've done is, both of those can feel really uncomfortable. It can feel like you're bragging, it can feel like you're being obnoxious, and it can feel icky, right? It can feel really, really, really icky. Now, whenever something feels icky, that's a clue that there's a huge opportunity for growth. There's probably some really rich, productive mindset work that can be done. And I'm going to dive into one thing that I think will help you get started on the mindset work, which is this idea. Now, this is this is going to sound a little weird, but I need you to stay with me. It's this idea that you bragging about yourself can feel good to your audience. This is so important and this will change the game for you. I feel like if you're struggling with bragging about yourself, you're struggling with talking about your accomplishments, the easiest way to start to shift that and for it to be easier is to learn how to do it in a way that is delightful and inspirational to your audience. It's such a good hack for bragging about yourself without feeling like the focus is so heavily on you. Now, I'm not saying that the focus shouldn't be on you. It should. 
But I am saying that if your brain is really uncomfortable with you talking about yourself and bragging about yourself, you can start by hacking around that to build more comfort in, in talking about yourself. And eventually you might not need this hack anymore, but it's a really good one. So in order to explain this to you, I want you to imagine that you are at a how many Michelin stars is the most? Is it three or five? I don't know. But I want you to imagine that you're at a super fancy restaurant that has all the Michelin stars and it's your favorite kind of food and you are so excited and it's been so hard to get a table and you are ready to eat your bazillion course, seven course, wine pairing, tasting, deliciousness menu at this amazing restaurant that you have been so excited to eat at. And I want you to imagine you're there, maybe you're with your best friend, maybe you're with your husband, maybe you're with your partner, whoever it is. You're at this restaurant and you can't wait. And finally, the first course comes out. And it's like you look at it and it's everything you dreamed of. The plate is so beautiful. You can smell it. It smells good. It's delicious. Now, you haven't looked so closely at the menu, so you don't know exactly what it is. And I want you to imagine the chef himself comes out and puts it in front of you on the table and you look at it it's so beautiful you look up at the chef and then the chef is like okay bye and they, they like wave goodbye and they run away and you're like wait where'd you go aren't you gonna explain the dish to me and you know you're still excited that you have this delicious five-star plate of food but you're like I feel like I'm missing part of the experience because the chef didn't even walk me through what was on the plate and I want to get all excited about it. And now this isn't going to be as much fun. And so the reason I'm sharing this is because when we go to a fancy restaurant or really any restaurant and we get the dish, part of our enjoyment of that experience is not just us eating the food, but it's in hearing about the food. So when the chef comes and he's like, this is a duck confit canard with droplets of mildew from unicorns on the side of the plate or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is that the chef says about this beautiful dish. It gets you excited to eat the dish, right? Like it makes you want to eat the dish because it's building your anticipation. It's building your excitement. And so that chef talking about his work, his creation, makes it more exciting for you, the audience, the recipient of that information, because you get to anticipate how enjoyable it's going to be. Now, I'm going to argue that the chef, when the chef describes the dish and they're like, it is this delicious blah, blah, blah with blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah and these flavors and those flavors, that is the chef bragging. They're walking you through how skilled they are at cooking like a five-star dish. They're walking you through all of the pieces, the ingredients, the thoughtfulness. And it, it's like this at fancy restaurants, right? When they're talking to you about what's on the plate, it's like they're bragging. They're like, and we went to this farm and got these artisanal mushrooms, and then we seasoned it for 12 hours and blah, blah, blah. And they really are literally bragging about what they've done. But you as the recipient, like it. You like when they brag to you because you get to reap the benefits of all of the effort that they put in and all of the effort that they're bragging about. So when someone is bragging, 
about something that we are a part of, the bragging can feel good to us. So the chef's bragging feels good to us because we're part of the meal and we get to enjoy the meal. Now, when it comes to a work situation and it comes to you talking about what you've accomplished, talking about what you've done, it's the same thing. Because anything that you work on, any obstacle you overcome, any project that you nail is going to benefit your manager 100%, and it's probably going to benefit a bunch of other people around you. So when you talk about your accomplishments, you aren't just explaining why you're so amazing. You're explaining why this outcome has been created and how it benefits everyone around you. And what you can get excited about is not just what you've actually done, you can get excited about how that is going to serve and help and support your manager, right? And how that is going to serve and help and support your stakeholders. So when you tell your manager about what it is you've accomplished, it doesn't have to just be like, I did this and then I did this and then I did this. It can be like, I feel really pumped about these three things that I did. The reason I'm so proud and excited about all of the obstacles I was able to overcome and what I was able to deliver in this project is because it opened up new opportunities for our team to expand what was possible for our growth in the second quarter. Or it opened up new possibilities for our department within our company to be more effective in our back-end operations and save time and be able to use that time on something better. So when you brag, it's not just for you, it's for your audience. You don't want to be like the chef that drops the plate in front of the customer and runs away. Your manager wants to hear about the things that you are doing that are helping them hit their goals and their KPIs. Any brag that you have is a benefit to the people around you. So when you talk about what you've done, you get to be the chef that is getting your audience excited about what they're about to eat. So your bragging is not just, hey, I did this and I did this and I did this. It's like, hey, I did this and this and this, and I'm so excited because here's what's possible now for all of us. And then all of a sudden, your brag is not just a brag about you, but it's you bragging about a plate of food that you've made that everyone around you is going to get to taste and eat. And that is what brings your audience in and makes them care so deeply about what you're bragging about, about what you've accomplished, and it makes it easier for you to practice taking credit, practice bragging, practice talking about your accomplishments, because you're not just tasking yourself with pure bragging, but you're tasking yourself with getting your audience excited, building anticipation, and helping them see the value that's been created for them. And it is so important to be able to highlight this type of value because that's ultimately how you get leaders and executives on board with your work and how you get buy-in and how you grab their attention is by really knowing what they care about and what matters most to them. And I guarantee you, hands down, 
you will have a way more powerful pitch to your manager for why you should get promoted or why you're excelling in your role if that pitch accounts for all of the value that you've created for them and your entire team. So rather than saying, oh, I did this and it turned out so great, you're much more likely to get the promotion if you say I did this and it turned out great and here's why I get excited about this outcome because now you can go do this and our team can go do this. That pitch, that way of talking about yourself is going to be so much more effective in the long run. And so what I want you to take away from this episode is that there are the three ways to advocate for yourself. You need to help people know what you've done. You need to help people know what you're capable of doing in the future. And you need to help people know what you want. When they're aware of all of those things, that's when you maximize their ability to support your professional growth. And what I want you to take away about number one in particular making sure people know what you've done, is that you talking about your accomplishments can benefit the audience. And in fact, when you don't talk about your accomplishments, just like in that restaurant when the chef runs away and they're like, bye, enjoy the plate of food, even though you have no idea what it is. Just like in that situation where you're like, hey, wait a minute, aren't you going to explain to me what you just put in front of me? You're having a similar impact on your audience when you're not stopping to highlight what you've accomplished because it benefits them. It's exciting for them. It impacts them. It's not just you, but the things that you do have a ripple effect on the teams around you. And the more you get plugged into that ripple effect, the easier it's going to be to take credit for your work, the easier it's going to be to speak up because you're going to start to see that a lot of this stuff isn't so personal. It's not about you and if you're worthy as a human and whether you've proven yourself enough. It truly is about you just showing up and creating value for your organization in your role. And when you separate that out and you can see that like, it isn't just about me and me having to like be this perfect successful human, but it's just that like my company literally just wants me to create value for them. It becomes a lot easier to show up for your job because it's all a bit less personal, right? And it's it's less about like, oh, I'm proving to you that I'm either good or bad based on the work that I've done. And it's more about, oh, you've asked me to help you with this thing and help you accomplish this thing. And let me walk you through how I did it so that we can enjoy the fruits of my labor and so that we can enjoy the outcome together. And so that's what I will leave you with today. And I know that this can be hard to do. I recommend taking baby steps towards this. This isn't necessarily something that's going to become super comfortable overnight, but it is something that's going to become much more comfortable if you give yourself time and space to take little steps forward and little small um, strategic steps outside your comfort zone. If you want my help with this, this is something that I cover really, really deeply with my one-on-one clients. So often my one-on-one clients are at a point in their career where they're in one of two situations. They're either about to level up, they want to land the promo, they want to land a bigger role, like they're ready for that next leap, or They've recently leveled up, but they're feeling a little bit in over their heads in this new position. And both of those situations require you to have a really strong grasp on how to advocate for yourself, because without having a solid ability to advocate for yourself and the work that you've done, it becomes hard to position yourself for a bigger role. Or once you're in the role, it it becomes hard to get recognized and be seen. 
among all of the noisiness that can often be around you when you're stepping into something bigger and harder. And my goal in supporting my clients in this area is to help you learn to advocate for yourself in a way that feels true and authentic. No fakery, no BS, but really to help you get to a point where if you're pitching yourself for a promotion, you're pitching yourself for a role, you're doing it in a way that feels true and in integrity and authentic, right? It feels like it's coming from a true place within you versus feeling like you're lying about it, like I mentioned before. That is what I want for my clients. If you are interested in exploring one-on-one work with me, head over to the show notes or to my website, justguzzitcoaching.com slash coaching, where you can find the latest information on my one-on-one and whether I'm taking clients, you can always add yourself to the wait list. And of course, if you're on a journey of finding your voice, and you want to become more confident in speaking up and taking up space in meetings, then my group program, The Art of Speaking Up Academy, was designed for you. This is my very intimate group coaching program where I support you in growing your communication skills and building confidence. And the next cohort is going to open for enrollment the first two weeks in May. And to make sure you don't miss it, you can add yourself to the waitlist by heading over to justguzzitcoaching.com slash academy. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I cannot wait to see you in the next one. And I hope you have a beautiful week. Bye.